the, the good stuff. Smiles for miles with Bethany. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to the good stuff. Smiles for miles. I finally got an intro thanks to Mr. Worka, but I brought on two of my teammates, and these girls are best friends, and they are probably the funniest people on the team. So please welcome to the podcast. Arison Bratt and Alex Garcia. Woo-hoo! Are you guys well, excited to be on? Yes, yeah. I'm so nervous. Me too. <laughs> okay. Well, um, as you know, I like to start off my guests with a icebreaker question. So, in your okay. opinion, what running shoe brand is the best and why? Mm-hmm. I personally like New Balance is the best. It's a really dumb reason, just no. because I like how they look. They're a lot cuter. That is really dumb. <laughs> um, I think I personally like Brooks. Is it that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They're just, like, really good when you run, and, yeah, they're pretty comfortable. So, At yeah. least you had a better response than Taylor. All he said was, it's the only running shoe I've had, so. Uh. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Let's go. <laughs> well, I want to start this podcast off with, it's kind of more of, like, an Arison question because Alex you weren't there although although we wish you were there but Arison tell us about your experience at FCA distance running camp (laughs) oh my goodness it was so much fun but I was terrified to go um (laughs) I get homesick really easily so like it was actually the first time I ever stayed away from like my parents for like how long three days Mm -hmm. yeah but it was baby (laughs) it was like the best experience ever I loved my huddle group um Sadie was my um Sadie and Emma yep Sadie and Emma and it was just amazing it wasn't like my favorite part it wasn't like running or anything like yeah that was fun like the games were fun but just like being in groups and like being able to be open with everyone and just like because you have stuff in common because I mean you're all runners you know and you you all kind of go through the same things kind of and so just like you know being able to be open with everyone was what I really enjoyed yeah I like getting to know people from around Nebraska because then it's so fun to see them at cross-country races just to let you know they didn't actually win the lip-sync battle fishing in the dark is the true winner (laughs) they cheated no Arison definitely cheated we did not. Ours was good. Okay. She got up too close to the <laughs> mic that, like, measured how loud it was. She cheated. No, we we just were smarter than the guys. You uh, know? no. <laughs> Theirs was hilarious. <laughs> I have to admit the guys was better, but, I mean, we mm-hmm. won, so can't change that. Agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Well, I want to get into some running questions. So, first one um, is, why is it so important to tell your coach or anyone about an injury that you have? Because if you don't tell them, you're going to be out for the whole season, like <laughs> I did last year. <laughs> Yay. Um, another thing is, I feel like, at least for me, like, if I didn't tell, because right now I have, like, a hip injury, but, like, if I didn't tell anybody then I don't think I'd be able to practice for, like, track mm-hmm. and stuff. And so it's just kind of, like, long-term. I mean, like, if you don't tell someone, you know, yeah, like what Alex said, it's going to get worse, Yeah, and it's going to, like, it's, it's going to take, take longer out. to get better. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's yeah. very important. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely tell someone because you don't want to be out for a season because that's really sad. It but, was really sad. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> we kind of touched – on this a little bit but like what can happen if you keep running on an injury 
it's gonna get worse day by day and then you're not gonna really be able to run and then you're just gonna miss the sport and yeah yeah um yeah basically what alex said and also like yeah i don't know yeah. yeah, you're gonna miss it a lot when you actually can't run or do the sport that you like. Definitely, you're definitely gonna feel left out, but it's worth it in the end. Um, because I mean, you'll you can grow. You know, I know that I've been sitting out, and I personally don't like cross country <laughs> because um, you know, I don't like running long distance. But sitting out helped me to see like how much I love it and how much I miss you know not running and. It just showed my love for the sport. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I guess that question is a little self-explanatory when it's like, well, keep running on injury, you're going to keep getting hurt. But yeah. um, <laughs> what are, like, your top three foods or drinks or, like, both that you like to um, eat or drink before you go on a run? Okay, I do this before. Oh. <laughs> I do this before track meets. I drink pickle juice. <laughs> she the, pickle it juice. It stinks the whole bus. It smells so bad. Uh, I eat pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> well, our podcast, not podcast. Um, are pop tarts good for you before you run? Probably not. They make you puke. I'm talking for experience. Mm. <laughs> so, do you continue? They keep eating Pop-Tarts? Oh, 100%, yeah. Why? If they keep making you puke. They're delicious. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so we know what you guys do, which is probably not the safest idea. But what do you do that's like, what are maybe some good foods, like healthy foods? Okay, pickle juice is good for you for run. FYI, people listening, pickle juice is good for you. It helps with cramps. Pop-Tarts, not so much. <laughs> um. I will say for good food, I guess, just pasta. <laughs> no. I don't really. Well, yeah, I don't really eat before a meet because I do. I, like I, I, I normally I pack a sandwich, I peanut butter and jelly. Very good. Peanut butter. No, I can never eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I know. Peanut yeah. butter and jelly is kind of gross to me. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. You white people. Pickles. <laughs> I always have pickles. This is my main thing. Pickles. Yeah. It's so bad. Okay, so, like, what is the purpose of cross-training? And for, like, people who don't know, cross-training is what we do on days that we don't run, but, like, what's the purpose of it? Like, what does your cross-training thing work like? look like? Well, well, normally for me, I ride my bike, you know, it's cross-training, but it, like, it recovers your, not recovers, that's not the word, but, like, it, it just gets you moving, like, it keeps Yeah, you it keeps doing, you moving if you're injured, and yeah. it, and say, like, you had a workout, and you just want to, like, what's the word I'm trying to say, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, relax? Or, like, no. I don't know. You're just trying to, oh, I can't think of the word. You got yourself into that one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, cross-training, I don't know. It's, you're still doing stuff to your body. It's just you're relieving stress, I guess you could say. Yeah, you're so not helping like, you relax. <laughs> That's literally what I said. You're like not going as intense as you yeah, are yeah. like mm-hmm. on a run. So like, um, this is like a question. I don't know. I thought this would be a fun question, but like, how do you know when it's time to get new running shoes? When your feet hurt, <laughs> <laughs> or when Stacy tells you to listen to Stacy kids. Um, always listen to Stacy. If yeah. you start getting shin splints. Yep. 
Or I personally, um, I just wait till everyone else gets them running shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I guess when you get running shoes, um, it's very important to track your mileage because um, Anne at Lincoln Running Company, we love Anne, said that shoes have about 300 to 400 miles that they could go on. So, like, definitely keep track of how many miles you get because mm. then yes. once you hit that, it's like, oh, I should get new running shoes. Um, mm. So I kind of want to move into some questions that tie, like, faith and running together. So um, what does it really mean to worship God through running? Um, I would just say just by the fact that you can cheer your teammates while you're running and not just, like, take it really personally. Mm -hmm. Like, actually be there for them and just, like, cheer for them while they're running. And if they're, like, just, like, slowing down or about to give up, just, like, keep cheering for them and just don't think about yourself as much, you know? Mm -hmm. I see it as, like, for me, I know... For, like, in during track season, I'm running, you know, because I want to PR. I want to try to, you know, make it to state or get first in that meet. Mm -hmm. But, like, when I'm in, like, a moment where I just want to worship and praise God in my running, I just do it for him. I don't think of the outcome of running. I just try to mm -hmm. focus on him and know that, like, even if I do awful or if I do amazing, that – my number one goal was to glorify him because he gave me the talent to run. And yeah, I just yeah. want to glorify him. Yeah, it's definitely um, something a lot of people overlook. Um, and we've definitely mm -hmm. talked about this in our previous podcast about, like, we totally overthink that God gave us this ability to run. We need mm -hmm. to be more thankful about that because you think about all these kids in this world that um, they can't walk. They're in a wheelchair, and it's like they wish they were doing um, they could be running like we do, but it's like we complain about the littlest and most stupidest things. So it's mm -hmm. like God gave us the ability to walk and run. So we should be really grateful because a lot of kids don't have that ability. That's yeah. something a lot of people really need to work on, like just being more thankful. But like God is working through us every single day. Um, and we know that. Um, so in a race, who actually is running the race? Us or God? God. Well, we're running it, but we're running it for him. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, and, like, we talked about, like, he's, like, he gave us the ability to run. Mm -hmm. So, like, we need to, like, pay it back to him and be, like, mm -hmm. okay, we're going to run for you because mm -hmm. you gave us this ability. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, like, competing for the glory of God can be really tough because, like, in our culture today, it's, like, oh, it's all about me, 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 where it's, like, no, it should all be about God. So what are things you do to look out for that helps you compete for the true king, the one who's doing it all? Um, I feel like before, like, every, even, like, cross-country meet or, like, track meet, I feel like he helps me a lot to, like, write a really powerful verse to me, like, in my hand or just, like, do my devotions because it, like, helps me focus while I'm running and, like, God and not just focus on myself and, like, how I want to do and stuff. And, yeah, I feel like that helps me a lot. Yeah, for me, it would be I get really nervous before a race because, you know, and that's when I'm just thinking about myself. Mm -hmm. So we always, you know, like, stop and pray, you know, before. And that really calms me and helps me remember, like, okay, I'm not running this. Why should I be so nervous? And, like, yeah, I want to do good, but, like, mm -hmm. I'm running not for – the audience, you know, I'm running for an audience of one. I'm running for Christ, and that's it. And so that helps me prayer and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. 
So um, this question, um, I was just going to do an aerospace question and an aerospace question. But I was like, well, you guys have something in common. You're both injured. Harrison's out with like a hip injury and Alex has like 5,000 injuries. <laughs> um, but has God taught you anything through the injuries that you guys are facing? Um, absolutely. Um, just to never overlook a sport, like you're going to miss the sport while you can't run. Like, for cross-country last year, I, like, didn't realize how much I was going to miss it until I actually got injured. And it was, like, really sad for me since it was my junior year. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, For me, it would just be, like, maybe, like, being in the moment, too. But, like, yeah, because it's kind of, like, the same as Alex. I... I despise crust. I I still kind of do. You know, it's not something I totally You still love. kind of do. You still do. You always okay. come and it's like, I don't want to run today. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I know, like, you know, I was like, I wanted to just run. Like, I've never wanted to run cross-country meets. I've always just wanted to practice, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff and run with you guys. But once I got injured, I realized – you know, like, when you guys were competing and I was sitting there, you know, spraying with water, just cheering you on, I realized, like, well, I have a love for the sport. And I think I took that for granted. And I think mm-hmm. God showed me, like, you know, like, you can't, you know, we take things for granted all the time. And yeah. you just need to be grateful, even if it's mm-hmm. something that brings us joy or something that, you know, we hate so much. And you just need to be grateful. So that's probably what God taught yeah. And I feel like as, like, just as persons, we, like, do that a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> English, guys. <laughs> I feel like we do that a lot. Like, not with just sports, but just, like, with the fact that we get to be, in, like, in a Christian school. Like, we just overlook that a lot. And, like, we don't appreciate it when, like, some people don't have the, like, opportunity to come to a Christian school or even to a school at all. But, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I'm also out with an injury, kind of, but, like, I can still run it. But I, I definitely think there's times that I've just sat down and it's been like, God, why are you giving me this injury? But it's like, I I need to think about, like, it's part of God's plan of what he had for me and what mm-hmm. he's had for you guys. And, like, I definitely think the most things he's taught me is just, like, patience and mm-hmm. just, like, being really patient and trusting that he'll heal me and that um, he's just working through me with this injury. So I definitely think that's what God has taught me. And that reminds me a lot. I've been, like, you know, reading in Job and stuff and how, like, you know, Job has all these things that are coming on him, you know, all these trials and stuff, and how, like, he starts to eventually start, like, you know, questioning God and doubting God. But that just, like, revealed to me, it's like, even through our trials, we should be praising God. So, like, you know, even Mm -hmm. through your injury, you know, maybe you should be praising God and worshiping God and, Using it as a moment to just, like, grow in your relationship with God. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, Job was such a loyal man. I mean, mm-hmm. like, so many things happened to that man that didn't need to happen. Like, he lost his whole family, house, wealth, everything. But through that, he still trusted in God that God was going to, like, have a plan for him through all of this. So it's like Job lost everything he had. But we're just out with this little injury. So it's mm-hmm. like if Job can still trust God through everything that happened by losing everything, I think we should be able to trust God when we're just out with a little injury. Like yeah. Job mm-hmm. just sets like a really good example for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, 
more into like basically like the um, faith part of my podcast questions, but um, Philippians 3.14 says, So I run straight towards the goal in order to win the prize, which in God's call through Christ Jesus to the life above. So what's the prize that Paul is uh, writing about? What's the prize that he's like trying to tell us about? Um, <laughs> loaded, I, loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I totally get this wrong, mm-hmm. but I picture you know just like heaven, you know mm-hmm. the prize. Of That's what life. I think of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I would say same. Just like to be with him, and just like to, just the fact that we get to be with him, and just like in heaven, and just worship, and yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's such an honor that we that God is giving us a chance to be with Him. Like He created mm-hmm. us to be with Him. It's like. Like, even though we do so much in our lives that we sin every single day, probably, like, a hundred times a day, it's like, God's like, I still love you. You're still my child. I want you to come and have a good life with me in eternity. So Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, like, dang, he is very great, and we are so lucky that we get to go and live in heaven with him. Okay, so I based a lot of my next questions off of a song that really spoke to me but and I had you guys listen to it it was it's called empty by Torin Wells and I really like it and um um the questions a lot I based kind of on the chorus and the chorus says you could have it all you can have the whole world at your feet every little thing you need and still feel empty you could have it all you could have the best things that life can bring living everybody else's dream but still feel empty and it's like that is so true because it's like yeah. we could get every single thing in the world. We could get the best husband, the um, like have the best family, have so much money, and like we'll never be satisfied enough. And it's just so true. So like how come we won't um, feel satisfied with the stuff that the world gives us? Well, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, for starters, like it's just – the, the worldly things, they pass away, you know, mm-hmm. they they don't last forever, you know. People die, things get destroyed. Um, and the thing about, like, God is he never fails you, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. And I think that sometimes we just don't understand that, and it's so hard because, you know, we, we can see the things around us. You know, God, like... I mean, you can see his creation, which shows him, but, like, you can't see him, you know? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I'm, that's, like, the hard thing, at least for me, is I, you know, I see winning, you know? I see I see all that. I see money, you know? I see what money can get you. But in the end, money, just, you know, all that stuff just is evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree 100% with what Harrison said. I feel like sometimes we, like, overrate all the stuff that, like, man had created. But we have to think more about how God put the stuff on people's, like, heads, like, just to do it. <laughs> if that didn't make any sense. But it made sense in my head. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we just have to think about how God, like, allowed the people to make all this stuff. And, like, yeah, everything, like, has a value. But, like, we have to think that the most important thing in life is just to, like, just focus on the Lord and just, like, be happy with Him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the part where you talked about money because it's, like, 
He said money is evil, which is definitely true. Because in the Bible it says money is the root of all evil. But it's like, yeah, money can, we definitely can get so caught up in like, oh, this person has a million dollars. I only have 900,000. Let's get more. So it's like, you don't need money, that much money to be like satisfied. Because it's like, the one thing that will only satisfy you, We def I talked about this with Joel and Carter in my second episode, is like, the only thing that will satisfy you is God. And it's like, so if you're a Christian and you know, and you're not feeling full and you're like looking for something to satisfy you, why are you going to things like your phone or money or all this having like fame? Why aren't you going to the word and Jesus first? And it's like, Jesus is like over here, probably with like a big sign saying like, I'm right here, I'm right here, come to me. But it's like, we're human and we see what the world sign is holding up saying like come to me you'll get all this money and you'll feel great because you'll get all this fame but it's like we can either choose God's way or the world's way and it's like we're human so we usually choose the world's way when it's like God is standing right over here go and choose him because he'll satisfy you and nothing else will yeah yeah, yeah. definitely yeah and another thing is like all that money and you know like, those things aren't bad in itself, you know, it's how we use it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, we, yeah, we need money, I mean, like, kind of, we don't need it, but, or like, but like, we, we need it we to need like, it. live yeah. off of yeah. stuff, like, we need to buy yeah. food and water, it's like, buying stuff that is okay, yeah. but when you're like, buying it, kind of like, you could do it out of like, jealousy, it's like, my yeah. neighbor has this cool car, I I'm gonna go car. buy a car yeah. that's cooler, or mm-hmm. you have like, this like, Lust, like it's like I want this yeah. but it's like no you don't need it but because so, it's kind of like um what's that one commandment in the bible it's like don't covet other yeah what other people have um and we do that with because it's like we have money instead mm-hmm. of like giving it back to Jesus or like saving it up for stuff we really need we go and spend it on stupid things so it's like and really we waste our money and then yeah yeah everything is yeah so like Money can be used for good, but most of the time, it's a lot of it is used for bad, which is just really sad. Yeah. yeah. But um, Matthew six, nineteen through twenty one, it talks about storing up earthly treasures. No. No, it talks about <laughs> not storing up. <laughs> I was like, I wrote that down wrong. I did not though. I just switched it. It talks about not storing up earthly treasures, but storing up heavenly treasures. So how does this relate to that to the song empty? Because it talks about we can have everything, but we still feel empty. So how does, like, relating Matthew 6, 19 through 21 about heavenly treasures and earthly treasures, how does that kind of, like, relate to the song that we listen to? Um, well, I mean, it's basically saying, you know, almost the same thing, yeah. you know? It's like you can have all this stuff. You can store up all these earthly treasures, you know, and you might think you have everything, but you feel empty, you know? You feel empty inside it doesn't fulfill you you still want more and more and more and Mm -hmm. you know you don't stop from wanting more but when no you are fulfilled through Christ that will never end and you're fulfilled you know I don't know what I'm trying to say but like oh yeah 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 Yeah. I can't really add anything to that (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that was very well good, but no, yeah, no, it was fine. But like, we kind of already touched on this. But like, um, all of us are empty. But like, 
I, we definitely talked a lot about this already, but like, what can fill and satisfy us? You know? Yeah. Um, Christ. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, sometimes we think other things can know for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and like, um, how has like Christ fulfilled you and satisfied you? Like, what has He done? Just the fact that I'm here, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and that He's yeah. with me through like every single thing that I've like gone through, and like that I know I can count on Him at like every single time. Even if I mess up, even if like I sin over and over again, I know that he's still gonna be with me, and he's I'm still gonna be his child. And, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's crazy because you've gone through some hard times. I mean we've mm-hmm. all gone through some hard times, but mm-hmm. it's like God's still there, and it's mm-hmm. like I don't care how bad of a mistake you made, Arison, or like um, mm-hmm. what you did, Alex. It's like mm-hmm. all of this stuff that you did was already washed away by the cross and when he died mm-hmm. and like you sin obviously you need to ask for forgiveness but mm-hmm. like nothing that you do is not is gonna make god love you less like he's gonna yeah. continue to love you so much and he's never gonna turn away from you he's never gonna even if you like um like kind of fall down and like you just like I'm trying to put this into wording, but, like, you just lose sight of God and you just walk away from him. It's like God is just going to continually keep trying and trying over and over again until he gets you back to him. Because, Mm -hmm. like we said, he wants to see us in heaven. He Mm -hmm. wants to see um, the people who have done these crimes. Like, um, it says in the Bible, like, um, a man who, like, you know, like, kind of, like, lusts for a woman is, like, it's like he does the same bad thing as if a man killed another person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, these things are bad. And the people that did this stuff, it's like, wow, that's really bad. But God's like, I want to see this murderer up in heaven. I want to see this person who um, did this horrible mm-hmm. crime up in heaven. I mean, like, you think about back on the cross when you had these two thieves. And this, the thief that was being hang, hung with them was hung. I don't know. Um, he he did a lot bad stuff like he was a horrible criminal but like the fact that he was on that cross he's dying like he's this close to being dead Mm -hmm. the fact that he could like have that courage to say I believe that you are the Messiah Um, Mm -hmm. and you see Jesus' grace he's like Mm -hmm. okay yeah you did all this bad stuff I can't believe you did this but you believe in me Mm -hmm. and I just want you to be with me. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he says in Matthew and Mark, like, you will see me today in paradise. And it's like, wow. Like, this yeah. guy was horrible. Mm-hmm. But Jesus was like, you believed in me? So come with me to heaven. So it's like, no matter what anyone has done, like, you think about, like, why does, if someone's been really mean to you, and sometimes you'll be like, why does God love this person? Like, why does he love this person? It's like, mm-hmm. because no matter any mistake that you do, he will never leave your side and that he will continually fight for you because he wants to see you in heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's really crazy just to think about, like, yeah. how you can make so many mistakes and just, like, go back to him and be like, I'm sorry, and, like, you know, just, like, repent for your sins, and he will still forgive you over and over. That doesn't mean that you have, like, you get to do a bunch of bad stuff yeah. and then just come back and be like, oh, it's I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's 
it's crazy because it's like, you know, grace is something we get, but we don't deserve. But God's yeah. like, I'm going to give you grace because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've said it a thousand times already. He wants to see you in heaven. So, guys, take that chance to believe in him. And, um, you know, God will always be there for you even when you feel like he's not there. Because, like, like Arison talked about, like, he's not like, and we've talked about this before on the podcast, he's not like a physical person right now that I can see, like, you mm-hmm. and Arison. But that doesn't mean he's not there. Like, they said, like, his spirit is with us wherever we go. Like, I mean, his spirit's in this room right now where we're talking. So it's like, Mm -hmm. he'll always be here. But, like, sometimes um, God wants to teach you something, so we'll be silent. But it's like, just because he's silent doesn't mean he's not working. I mean, like, you have that period in time between the Old Testament and the New Testament. God was silent for 400, 400? I think it was, like, 400 years. years. Yeah. So it's like, but... Yet some people still believed in him and was like, mm-hmm. the Messiah is still coming. So it's like, they can still believe between 400 years. I think we can believe if he's only been quiet for like a day. Mm-hmm. So like, guys, God cares about you. <laughs> and he's still there. He just might um, be quiet for a little bit. And through that quietness, he might be trying to teach you something. But um, if you guys like remember any of the song, I want to know what was like your favorite line in the song my favorite line is probably the line you quoted earlier mm-hmm. i mean that's like the chorus i'll read it i'll read it out loud if i can find it <laughs> i need to take your eyes um okay yeah you could have it all you can have the whole world at your feet. Stop it, Alex. Sorry. Every little thing you think you need and still feel empty. You can have it all. You can you could have the best this life can bring, live in everybody else's dream and still feel empty. My favorite part My favorite part would probably be you can um, live everyone else's dream and still feel empty. That is like I'm always like Oh, I wanna, I wanna do this, or like I wanna be like this person. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or so talented, but like, then I spend my whole life, or my whole, you know, I try to get there to be like that person, or I try to accomplish what that person has accomplished. And I think that <laughs> a lot of times comes from like, <laughs> comes from uh, what's the term? Jealousy. Mm-hmm. I honestly like. I get jealous a lot. Someone's better at me than at something, you know. I'm going to be jealous. I'm going to try to try to get better than them. And that's just, that's a worldly thing for sure. And so I definitely need to work on that. So I really liked that part of the song. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was trying to Um, I think my favorite part of the song was when it says, you can have the whole world at your feet, every little thing you think you need and still feel empty because like sometimes I like personally I feel like I need to have like a bunch of like worldly things like if I see some people like having like stuff I'm like oh I have to have that like you know like I'm gonna be happy if I have that I'm gonna be happy if like I have a new phone or like stuff like that but like in reality that's not gonna make me happy it's just I'm sorry the fact (laughs) The fact that I'm just, like, here and that I'm, like, worshiping God and stuff. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I had I had in my head because, Arison, you said something so good yeah, that I cannot good. remember what you said. Oh, um, about living 
um, I, uh, yeah. Tom, about living <laughs> other people's dreams, because it's like, yeah, I definitely think jealousy is something we all struggle with, because yeah. it's like, think about these famous actors and football players that are like, well, maybe not football players, since we obviously can't be pro football players, but I don't know. Like, I could. Like, dancers or something, it's like, they have so much money. They have so much fame. They have this many followers on Instagram, and they're prettier than me. So, and it's like, I think about, like, if I had, like, a wish, and I, if, and, like, it would be, like, if you want to live someone else's dream for, like, one day, what would it be? And it's like, I would do it, and then, like, at the end, I would be like, well, the day's over, and now I go back to my normal life, so it's like, mm-hmm. I'm living someone else's dream, yet I'm still not getting what they have, so it's like, why waste your time on thinking about that, when it's like, mm-hmm. the life you have is already, it's perfectly built for you, because God had this life in store for you, so it's mm-hmm. like, why would you want to change it, why would you question God on what he ha- um, had in store for you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, another thing is, like, yeah, you might spend a day in someone else's life, you know, living out, you know, what you've always wanted to live out. But, yeah, once the day's over and you're done living the day, you you still feel empty, you know. You still, you, you know, you, you don't feel happy, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm famous, you know. I'm living in this luxurious house. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's still, yeah, it's the intentions why you're doing it is sinful and so it's not gonna you know like you're wanting to be famous for mm-hmm. you know popularity or for money and that's yeah. sinful intentions and so it's just not you know it's not gonna fulfill you yeah and just like adding a little bit to that like we also have to think about like how they feel at the end of the day like because i know like they're surrounded by like people that like actually like like them and worship them and stuff but like by the end of the day they're just like we don't know like what their lives look like like if they're going through stuff we just see like the good parts about their lives or like if they're in a movie or like premiere stuff we just Mm -hmm. see the fancy stuff about like their lives but we don't really get to see like behind the scenes you know but yeah yeah um i would say like my favorite line of the song it's like Yours most was from the chorus, and the chorus is really mm-hmm. powerful. Mm-hmm. But I liked the first verse when um, it was the end, and it said that, have you ever filled your cup thinking it would feel like enough, but it doesn't last? And it's like, we talked about this, how, like, you're filling your cup up with all these things that you think will make your life feel good. Like, um, like we talked about these earthly treasures. Like, you're filling it up with money. You're filling it up with... Um, boys and all this stuff or like or like it could even be bad stuff like there's people in this world that struggle with like other more contenty stuff like you know they might fill their cup up with like pornography or having sex stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's like I don't know why you're filling your cup up with that because it's like like we said God should be the thing you're filling your cup up with mm-hmm. the Bible praying to him stuff like that and it's like um, I know a lot of people struggle with what I just talked about, and those are serious things, mm-hmm. but that's why God sent us here is, like, um, to go help those people and tell them about the good news mm-hmm. and tell him, like, this is what Jesus has done for you, and he mm-hmm. can do, um, and he's done it for me, and I think he can do it for you, too. So that's, um, these are real, guys, these are real things that people struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So we need to go out and help them. So it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I felt like I was quoting a lot of songs in there. Because, you know, I quoted Fill My Cup by Andrew <laughs> Ritt. I quoted My Jesus by Ann Wilson. It's like, guys, guys, Christian music is like the best thing. To it is. To. I agree. I mean, really all like, I guys, to. what's your favorite Christian song right now? Oh, oh I. Oh. Don't you Ooh. just hate when people ask you that I question? Because it's like, I have like yeah. 5,000 Christian yeah. songs that I love to listen to. Right now, I have two. Um, Even Then by Micaiah Tyler. Micaiah? Micaiah. What's Micah? <laughs> <laughs> English, guys. Learn your English. Yeah, it's the new artist. Micaiah Tyler. <laughs> and Give Me in the Moment by Jeremy Camp. I Ooh, listen. Jeremy Camp. Oh, keep Um... Yeah. That is so hard. Mine would probably be uh, Wonderful Life by Matthew West. Okay. I haven't either, but it's pretty good. It sounds like a good song. It is. The title it doesn't <laughs> sound good just because it's just like, it's a wonderful <laughs> No, but just listen to the song. The lyrics have amazing. They're just amazing. I have too many songs that I like right now. I love God Be by Chris Renzema. Um, I like I'm So Blessed by Kane featuring Aaron Cole. That was a new one. I like The Commission by Kane. Guys, anything by Kane. <laughs> yes. Micaiah Tyler. <laughs> Jeremy Camp. <laughs> um, Matthew West, guys. These are all really great artists. I also like, um, guys, Maverick City Music is a great artist. And they have fun songs, but I love, um, I thank God by Map City, so that is a fun one. But, like, guys, just go look up all these good Christian songs because they're so fun. But um, my last question is, um, like, we kind of touched on this, but I feel like we didn't, like, um, express it enough. But, like, what is the point of storing up heavenly treasures? Storing up. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I didn't think about that. <laughs> She's a little slow in the brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm just looking at my feet. <laughs> Um, the purpose that we asked. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. Um, I have to think about it. <laughs> you just have to. I feel like storing up. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I feel like when you store up earthly treasures, it's a lot. It's harder to get carried away with the world, and it's harder to get like sidetracked. I mean, yes, you can. You know, you're still gonna. You sin of course so you know yeah but like it's harder to get sidetracked by the world because i mean heavily i mean because you're storing up amazing things i mean Mm -hmm. it's not something that like Mm -hmm. you know can go away and so also i think just for your relationship too with the lord and just building your relationship and yeah yeah Alex, your turn (laughs) (laughs) last question you guys both gotta answer (laughs) Oh, wait, right now? Okay, sorry, I well, thought you, you had one you more. You don't have to vote. No, yeah, sorry, no. I just thought you had one more. <laughs> um, No, yeah, I agree with Erison. Like, I feel like stuff that we, like, treasure right now on Earth is just not, like, when we die, we're not going to be able to take any of this stuff. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I know, I'm <laughs> getting there. <laughs> Patience, Erison. Yeah, like, jeez, I'm trying to process it. <laughs> But yeah, I feel like, oh, I feel like I'm too close. <laughs> it's okay. All right. I feel like heavenly treasures are like really like important for us like to treasure because I feel like we're going to take them like to the end, you know, like we're going to keep them with us. 
and like we're not just gonna leave him behind like we're gonna deal with like stuff like early stuff and stuff. yeah it didn't make any sense sorry guys <laughs> no that that was great um <laughs> those are both great advice well guys we have had a fun time on the podcast yes. today oh, yeah. i do have to say sadly you guys did not be gabe and taylor's time what i'm sorry you did not but hey everybody <laughs> <laughs> no but i will definitely bring you guys back on because you guys had so many good things to say like this was this was a really fun it's podcast because it's it's fun to bring me. you know it's fun to bring best friends on it. But you guys, until next time.